Welcome, one and all, you have just reached the Tom and Silver Podcast. First word in entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. We're exploring the truths of all universe in our minds and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. You ready, mother friggers? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Andy boy. You know Andy Milanakis? Mom and dad were at the grocery store when he made that. No, dude. That's the thing. This guy in this video. Is in his late 30s. Oh, right. Like early 40s. This dude is like. He must be in his 50s now. But he looks like he's a kid. He has. He has that thing. He was in another video that used to make me laugh. I'm gonna look up how old he is. His name's Andy Milanakis. What a great opening, though. Bro, he's 45 years old. He looks a little bit older now. He looks like he's about 18. Let me see. Let's have a look at him. Andy Milnakis has uh, some sort of, probably a genetic disorder. Dang. That makes him forever look like a kid. But um, a crazy thing about that disorder or genetic disorder, whatever it is, is there's people in the Ukraine, like there's this one story of this girl who was like well into her late 20s, mid 20s, and she, she was Ukrainian, she got adopted by a family in the United States, they thought she was like a nine year old. Like a oh, yeah. six-year-old. I think I heard about this story. Because she had this same thing. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people in the Ukraine have this. I don't know if that's true, but I see it a lot. I wonder if it's because of Chernobyl. Maybe. That's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so this has happened not only this one time, but it's happened multiple times where these... People scam families in the United States to come over and get adopted. And they believe that she was a child for, like, a very long time. And they started to have, like, questions because she clearly had, like, pubic hair Hmm. that she was maintaining. But they just thought, like, oh, those Ukrainians probably. (laughs) (laughs) Those damn Ukrainians. (laughs) Um... But yeah, she fooled them, and then they actually, like, got her disowned again through the court, and they, the, the, the mother and the father ended up getting divorced, because this is obviously, like, not great for your marriage, that you got scammed by a Ukrainian 25-year-old yeah. woman, and, um... Obviously, that wasn't great for them, and so they they 
they got divorced, and then the girl actually went and found another family, convinced that family that she was a child and that she was wrongly disowned. And so that family tried to sue the original family for, like, child endangerment. And this whole thing is a absolute mess in the end in which like both families scam. got scammed. But I feel like the second family were, well, just based off that information alone, sound like opportunists. Maybe, like yeah. Like a slip and fall type person. But I don't know. You go, you hit the right family with the right... Like, if if this girl found my parents, oh, for sure they would fall yeah. for that. So my like mom would instantly blind. take it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we, must, we have to take care of them. My dad would be like, oh, yeah. And he's at work all the time, so he's just like, oh, yeah. Just this kid there now. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of there now. He just hasn't seen it in like a week. <laughs> um, so, anyways, get scammed. Speaking of scams, <sighs> we're getting scammed right now. The market is low, mm-hmm. crypto is low. Morale is low. Housing bubble about to crash. OSHA about to slash people's jobs in half. Yeah. We have the CDC pretty much saying go fuck yourself if you have COVID. If you have COVID, go fuck yourself is pretty much what's going on. Uh, According to the CDC. What are they they trying to... Because at this point... It's backpedaling. Asking for trouble. Omicron, I think the number of deaths is pretty damn low, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the hospitalizations and the, the cases are up. Are up. And a lot of this is just because now all these companies are requiring you to get tested and or requiring you to be tested if you want to get paid if you're sick. Okay. So if you want money, paid leave, you got to prove you have COVID. Mm-hmm. You can't just keep getting, you know. So, um, according to most of the most of the stuff that I've seen, like this new variant is just a it's a joke. Like there's real the, hosp- the hospitalizations are insane right now because people are getting sick. But from what I've heard, it just affects like the top half of your lungs, whereas the other variants were deep tissue in the bottom half of your lungs. And so a lot of this is coming out to be like extremely mild cases. Mm-hmm. People are just getting. They're not even getting, like, the, the taste taken away anymore, you know? And then they slash um, the time you have to quarantine from 10 days to 5 days? Yeah, and then they and then somebody did it back to 10 days. They did? Yeah. Um, if you're vaccinated, essentially they just say, like, if you're vaccinated, you're good. 
What do they expect? If but all these people who are vaccinated are getting it. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? But what do they expect if people just start not... Like how we're, we've been talking a lot lately, how we... The word on the street is people don't care so much anymore about COVID-19. Word depending on the on, street may be depending so. On, depending on whether you're vaccinated or not. Whether you're pro-Biden or pro-Trump. So... Like, just now we're at the gas station buying some beverages, and the whole, the, everyone in the store, including the employees, are talking about how bullshit Omicron is. And everyone. Like that, I mean, this is anecdotal evidence here, but from what I've seen and what I've observed is that most people are not taking this seriously. And that, to some, they go, <laughs> Exactly. Why things are as bad as it is right now? That's why we can't get past this. Why don't you think? Why don't you think about um, all the things we could have done in hindsight now, and understand that you know, three years—it's not a very long time. We're pushing more for four or five on this one, trying to cure this fucking. Shit. It's like they say, do your part so we can end this right away, but then there's other politicians that are saying that this could last for years, so what's the what's the point? It's this just, could last for years. If we all mask up and vaccinate up, what are you saying? It's just hard because no matter what we've done, no matter what anybody has really done, this thing is a part of our lives now mm-hmm. and you know we can keep trying to wring each other's necks over what science we've seen on what social media we've been on Yeah. but in reality we're just being fed bullshit I feel like the discussions about stuff like that is so hard to like make any progress progress with with somebody on a disagreement or whatever because everyone's citing all these different studies and doctors and this doctor says one thing uh, the other one says the other and I think by design the information is all <clears throat> a mess the misinformation is presented as truth and the truth is being censored like crazy so yeah it's a tough world right now in the United States and all over the world We're just a couple of guys trying to get through it. I just see... Um, I see very little comeback from the United States. And I see a lot of potential in what China's doing. And it's not like I'm sitting here a big fan of China. They do a lot of bullshit as well. But economically, you can't deny that they're pretty fucking set up right now. Mm-hmm. And like, as far as who's going to be in power in the next 10 years, it's not looking good for us. No. Like, if you look at what's going on all over the United States, in reality, like, we didn't handle this the poorest, but the consequences of how we handled it have affected our country probably the most 
Mm-hmm. Like, other countries could have gotten away and did get away with a lot of shit, but the United States is just a, a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Politically, socially, people are just... There's an entire middle of this country that a lot of people on the outside don't consider. There's an entire Midwest. There's just this... In, there's just like, you know, a whole community of people who are just entirely against the government coming to them and telling them what to put in their body. Mm-hmm. So, like, my question has always been, knowing as a leader, knowing as Biden, knowing that as Biden... How the fuck could you have handled this the way that you handled it? You know? Mm-hmm. I can see Trump handling that way. Because we gave a, a big baby the scepter. Mm-hmm. Right? That's his excuse. Right. Joe Biden's been doing this for fucking decades. And we're just sitting back letting him just give this country over. Yeah. And he's the dude, and he's been the dude since he's gotten into office, that um, special interest, I mean, all of them do this, but special interest go to when they need something. And I'm sure the prison industry, the private prison industry, went to him for the crime bill, and he's got shady dealings in Ukraine, like it or not. Oh, what? There's some problems in Ukraine right now, in Russia? I wonder where that came from. Pretty interesting. All of a sudden, we have all these issues overseas within the last year. Yeah, but it goes both ways. I mean, we haven't had a good leader in a while. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Probably uh, Kennedy would, you could say, you could argue, is the last good one we had. I, I was comfortable with Obama, at least. Like... Going in, Obama was not ideal Mm -hmm. for me, you know? I was extremely right-leaning during the time, and I didn't want Obama to be our president. But coming out of it, I am... I am, like, recalling that time, coming out of the 2008 housing crash. Like, for what he was given, Jesus, he did some shit with that. Mm -hmm. And, like... But he could have done a lot more. Oh, he could have done so much more. And the promises and from these... was shit. The promises from these politicians, that's the thing, is like, they just spit in your mouth. They go, yeah. open up. <laughs> Any Anytime I start to find myself really liking a politician, I have to remind myself that they are not that. <clears throat> and if you believe that, you're a sucker. Yeah, no matter what you think they are, it's like you believing that a celebrity is a certain way. Yeah, because that's what they are. They're celebrities. Because I cannot forget that this is a—it's just a big game, and what's who really runs the com- country are, you know, big corporations like BlackRock, Vanguard, Chase, whatever you want to call it. All the bankers. A lot of bankers, a lot of tech, and a lot of medical. A lot of the tech is moving to medical, mm-hmm. and that's interesting to learn about a lot of these stocks as you go into them. 
because we've been messing around for a couple of years now. And yeah, remember when we were on Cash App initially? <laughs> yeah. And the flow and the trading and the hype and what's up and what's down and where people are moving their money is really what it is. Massive amounts of money is just being moved. And right now, what you're seeing is the conclusion of massive amounts of money for the last five years being funneled from tech into medical stocks. Mm-hmm. Funding things like vaccines. And we can believe that like people like Bill Gates, they're just they're there to help. They've always been there to he's help. He's got so much money, now he's focusing on philanthropy. Yeah, he's okay. really... You know, he's been a good guy. He is a good guy. And he'll remain a good guy. It's almost like that same thing. You have your image of Bill Gates. And it is so fucking wrong. Yeah. And I'm not saying that mine is so fucking right. But I believe entirely that there is more evil to these people than good. Yeah. And the money grubbing and the greed. When greed takes hold... The real essence of greed, where nothing is enough. Nothing's enough. That is dangerous. Where no matter how much you have, you can always get another thing that might make you a little more happy. Yeah. (laughs) Or a little more satisfied with your work. Because why are these goobers going out and buying, like, investing heavily in vaccines? And why are these clowns going and buying up all the farmland? And why? And whether you believe anything we're saying or not, there is a huge transfer of wealth going on. Why is that taking place? Why is it that we're, when we have all this technology and all this wealth, where we would allow, like these politicians that that preach all this progressive idealism, they. <clears throat> Why would they allow this huge wealth transfer to take place? For me, that tells me that it's just a big game. But for other people, it's not very obvious. And I, I'm definitely guilty of that in the past, too, just being a part of it. Watching Bill Maher, watching, uh, um, what's his name on? Freaking Comedy Central. Him and Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert and the other dude. John Stewart. In the middle of all that partisan shit, you know, for a while I was really into libertarianism. So like Ron, I liked Ron Paul, and then I got like super liberal and was into Obama and all this shit. And then you realize it's just a huge game. Like these people don't—they say one thing to get in office, and then when they get in office, the people that make money are the warlords, or not the warlords, the the war financiers, whatever you want to call them, the military industrial complex and banks in the auto industry and in the energy industry those are the guys that always win no matter what no matter what president that's in in office those guys always win and <coughs> yeah we'll see every now and again oh Chase and Wells Fargo have been fined this many million dollars blah 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 well that's like Think about the sea of money that we're talking about. And think about even just a couple billion dollar fine. How, like, they're not gonna, like, fold. 
Wells Fargo's not going to fold. <coughs> Chase isn't going to fold. <coughs> All the oil companies that have schools and stuff, they get fined by governments and stuff. They're like, oh, sorry. It's like a parking ticket. Yeah. Pay their 30 bucks. <coughs> move on. <coughs> I saw some shit. And that's just to make us feel like, oh, the government is regulating this stuff. Because recently, Elon Musk... He came out and said, like, oh, I'm paying this much in taxes this year. So, like, fuck y'all for thinking I don't pay taxes. It was, like, millions of dollars. And people did the calculations. They're like, bro, you made that in, like, a couple days one time. You know? Mm -hmm. The amount of money you've made... Is so fucking astronomical, people's minds don't know how to grasp it. Yeah. A but billion? I just like <clears throat> when I when I see an individual case like that, I wonder like, should they? I don't think that the the solution to all this stuff is then to make them pay their fair share. I think they should pay their fair share, but also, governments shouldn't be um, in bed with special interests, big and small. <laughs> Can't win. That was hot. Drop the ash. What was I saying? Special interests in bed with him. I just them. feel like I'm just parroting a lot of political science class. Special in foreign policy and the Obama administration. Is that what this is? Like, are we just now, like, getting older and we're just all pissed off about this shit and, like, actually the young people don't care? That's what I worry about, too. Young people are just like, shut the fuck up. Like, like, this podcast is just turning into a COVID bashing. <laughs> <laughs> Can they let it end? Can we have it end? Can we not do this anymore? Is that maybe possible for us to not have this in our lives anymore? Because I'd really just like to make some art and start an organic farm and grow marijuana. Or is this just, like, what we're doing now? Is this just, like, where... Is this... Do we just always worry now about everything? Mm. You know? It's like I check the news to not... Because I'm not curious about the news, I check it because... You know, do I need to be prepared for something... From some life-altering thing, some stupid bill that went that passed, and now my life is significantly different. Yeah. Never like that in the past. Right. You know when Obama? You know we were all everyone because I was the same way. I was conservative at the time when he went into office in two thousand eight, and you're like you're kind of nervous, like oh no, we lost the White House. No. Yeah. What's gonna happen? But then you wake up the next day. It's the same. A year later, it's the exact same. Yeah. Two years later, it's the exact same. There's like a couple little like protests you saw in the news in between yeah. those two years. But you know, now we have oh. like deadlines coming up. Yeah. Deadlines that if we don't do what they want, we got to find a new job. Yeah. Something on the table. And like the transfer of. 
the mentality that Americans used to have, even a lot of, like, the left, fundamentally believe that, like, you have fucking rights. Mm-hmm. And now, fear-mongering, fear-porn has caused people to give up all of that. And what's sad is it's just going to be so hard to get it back. You saw this after 9-11. You're not getting that back. You're not getting it back. You're going to be you're going to be registering your car. Your car is going to be telling how many miles you're driving because of this climate issue Mm -hmm. and the control grasp that they are already reaching for on cars, trying to monitor them and how much you are allowed to drive them. There's taxes that are going to be in place that they're trying to get in place on taxing people for the amount that they drive based off of how much you are emitting. Mm-hmm. So, sounds fine and dandy, but how do you do that? You put monitors on people's cars. Now you know where they're going, how far they're going, you know? So, we have that. We have, you know, with this vaccine stuff going through, countries already implementing vaccine passports. States have already, in certain cities like San Francisco, New York, they're already making you show your vaccine passport to go into restaurants, go into bars. Mm -hmm. Most concert venues, you have to show your vaccine or recent COVID test. Um, You know? And admittedly, all these things to certain people, great! Fucking hell yeah. So it should be. So it should be. No. How it should be is we should have fucking fixed this two and a half years ago. If that works, we should have fucking done it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work. And all around the world, it's shown that it's off and on as to what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And the things that do work have been fucking denied to people. A lot of these medications that are proven to work, have been denied to people this whole time. And so we can go back and forth all day long about, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, cap, you know. Just hindsight is always twenty twenty on these types of things. And nobody can just bite the bullet and say, damn, the dude in power is just probably not the greatest at his job. He's not in power, though. He's just, a, they juice him up and they push him out on stage. <laughs> Most likely. He's barely able to stand, honestly. Yeah. Like, there's videos that I have of him just propped up. Yeah, just... Standing there with a... Like a Ken doll. Like a harness is on him, and he's holding his arms out in front of him like he's gripping onto a arm harness. What if they put those cables that they use in movies... <clears throat> out and he's just holding onto those so it doesn't fall. Yeah. It, it's just. It's like, how long can you guys keep this up? The charade of. He's doing fine. He's doing great. That's just Uncle Joe. Yeah, a couple more years of this? There's no way he's going to make it to the end of this year. 
a couple like more years. Like fast. I mean, if maybe I that is why stuff, he's. I'd be worried. I mean, like when the president dies, it's Kamala. It's another big yikes. Here's what a lot of people are hoping for: is that Michelle Obama runs for president, and Kamala with her. I don't hope that at all. I hope it more than anything else. Like, uh, anything to do with that is World War Three type stuff. But people just want war. Obamas, Clintons, they are just in the back pocket of those people. Yeah. Obama just loved drone strikes. Just loved... But who fucking cares at this point? Like... Yeah, he killed people, but like, what? Like, we are so fucked as a nation right now. Mm-hmm. We need somebody that's to exactly help. What, if if someone like Michelle Obama got into office, that's exactly what she would do. What drone strikes? Yeah, on just who? be more of that bullshit. I mean, or maybe to but flare like, up more wars so that they get, you know, arms dealers get more money. Well, here's here's what I think about that is like, Biden is the same type of entity. Mm-hmm. He. He was just as much in the same pockets with Obama. He was vice president, so he's not starting drone strikes anywhere. But look what's going on around the world. How come this stuff's already happening with, like, Ukraine and stuff? It happens every year. And then they have... Nothing's happening with Ukraine, bro. That happens every single year. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's, you know... Every five years, there's this big fucking scary, oh, they're advancing. And then Afghanistan, like, destabilizing that again. So what they're doing, what I always see is that they want, they want trouble. They want destabilization of that area. Always. But, like. And pulling out of Afghanistan like that and leaving all the equipment behind them is so blatant. Like, you can't tell me that was a mistake. The reason why the, that Russia can do what they do is because of who's president right now. Like, this whole pipeline deal was given from Canada to Russia. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why our gas prices are what they are. Because this trade deal got canceled. This pipeline whole shit got the fucking Keystone shut one? down. Yeah, whichever one they were working on just recently. I think it was Keystone. <coughs> But uh, it was given to Russia, and that was because of Biden. And now our prices are insane. And, like, you can already see throughout this whole thing, like, oh, they're in the, you know, they're in each other's pockets. Like, Russia can do whatever they want to Ukraine. We're not going to do shit, you know? Mm -hmm. As long as Biden's president, not doing shit. You know, that's my opinion, at least. And and China doesn't want shit. China just wants to be the best, and they're going to be. Yeah. They're going to have the economy after this that is thriving. And they don't want war. Like, these men want to live. They don't want nukes in their front door. I think both Russia and China are just breaking down America and waiting it out. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we think of ourselves as the center of glory, America. Yeah. The center of, like, this golden 
beam in the world. Like the world is there and everyone's living in it, but we're this like empire state building of a country. No one believes that anymore. <laughs> New York! Like fucking... <laughs> no one cares about New York anymore. No one cares about LA. San Francisco's is just human shit everywhere. Dude, our like, country is literally stinking of shit. Yeah. You go to some of these con- these uh, these cities, and they reek of shit. San Francisco, you been there recently? It's stinky. Which sucks. Because I love that city. It's... Go, 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 go! I'm ready for round two. I mean, it's not good, what's going on. No. It's not good. But you gotta ask yourself, how can I... Sorry. How can I profit from this situation? Because now we're going in survival mode. NFTs. NFTs move to South America. (laughs) (laughs) NFTs, bro. Non-fungible tokens. That's what we're going to do. I've got a new series coming out on my art page. Mozart Digital. Shout it out. NFTs. Okay. If you haven't seen Mozart, you are a fool. We're moving into a new wave. Mozart Digital. NFTs. If you don't know what they are, you're going to learn right now. Non-fungible tokens. It's, It's digital ownership. It's instead of how you have whatever you have in your room or your car that you're listening to, or, uh, your room or your car that you're listening to us in, you own all that shit in real life. You can grab it and you say, I own this. It's mine, right? But online, how do you do that? How do you do that? Currently, they have shit ways of doing that that involves copyright. It involves a lot of things that are not up to date with the digital world. The digital world requires you to have a matrix of information that can code in your images, your real estate, your speeches, your podcasts, anything that you can put online. Anything can be NFT'd and turned into a digital asset through cryptocurrency, linking it into the blockchain. You use apps like OpenSea to upload images and get them onto the blockchain. And they mint them for you. They encase the whole file in encryption. And what's cool is minting. I was, I was worried, what is like, minting? Minting it? Tell them, like, yeah. What is so a mint? So it's like how what's well, the same? Like a token gets minted at a at a uh, you know factory where they mint currency and coins and stuff. Just same te- technological thing. The the token, the non fungible token, is that encryption that says that you own this file. You own this original artwork. It could be, or the artwork, or it could be you, you 
have proof that you signed this real estate document through this encryption code. And you're probably wondering yourself, well, I've, all, I've heard that we have quantum computing coming up, which would render encryption obsolete. However, there is quantum level encryption, which is what we will then move to when that becomes a reality. Chris is going full robot mode. He's got a full-on <laughs> erection right now. He thinks he's so smart. I need I, you to tone it down. I've said nothing that is that is as the limit of my knowledge. Could I could I explain to you what quantum computing is? Maybe a little. I bit. need you to do this in laid man's terms. So quantum, there's a, <laughs> the computing we're used to, the yes. ones and zeros. That's when you take the code and then you it gets compiled in every line of code, which tells the computer what to do gets translated into a sequence of ones and zeros. The one, 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 zero, one, one, exactly. one, 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 zero, Those one, Those all one. mean something. Like in the matrix. Computer. And so the processor is going, when they see a one, on, when they see a zero, off, or so it's telling the processor what to do, where to direct power, where, blah, blah, blah. So quantum computing is so off, on, like times four. So there's four directions that the processing could go, so which then opens up a lot more processing power and capabilities. And <clears throat> so with that level of processing power, a quantum computer could easily crack an encryption code on a basic computer. So a lot of people were worried that with quantum computing, it could totally uh, render cryptocurrency, the whole blockchain thing, useless. But there's then the quantum level of encryption. So it just cranks it up a notch, type deal. And I've been out of the. Uh, that was exhausting. I'm glad that's real, over. Though. You needed to hear that. It is real. I understood it. Because supercomputers is when we will enter the singularity. The next 10 years are going to look way different. NFTs are real, folks. The reason why we all feel it in our guts is because there's some type of time dilation going on. Our future selves are reaching to our past and saying things are different now. Those are the psychedelics that have ruined my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Chris is off the juice. Okay. What do you mean by that? Chris is getting litty. We need another truly. Yeah. By the way, truly, one of the greatest brands. Uh, please sponsor us. We love you. Here's the thing, truly. I, I think that there's a lot of bad hard seltzers out there, and you are the light in the darkness. <laughs> You're the light in the darkness. Topo Chico Seltzer. Dur. 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 Bud Light Seltzer. That I didn't even want to try that. That sounds like ass. This has been a rough month already. Yeah. 
You can tell when Tom and Telfer are going through bad times. The whole tone of the episodes are this. <laughs> I mean, the world's feeding us content, at least. But things are not great. We're getting through. Okay. I just had to replace my transmission. You can only imagine. You can only imagine. You know? What that kind of thing would cost. When you hear transmission, it's north north of $2,000. Automatically. Well north. Well north. Maybe three. No. Like 90 definitely, degrees definitely north. Definitely three. North of $3,000 to repair whatever. Like, the transmission alone is going to be the 2K. Yeah. <clears throat> but another thing that I've been thinking of lately is the, uh, the whole story in the Bible of Jesus. He, like, had to feed the thousands and this kid had just, like, a few loaves of bread and some fish, and he just, like, was somehow able to feed everybody. And I've always thought of that more metaphorically to where, like, in times of need, you're going to have what you need. Yeah? Mm-hmm. No matter what. If you are, you know, if you're able to... I don't know. It's not like an if thing. But throughout your life, you have opportunities to where karma can either bless you or hurt you. And I think certain forces are just allowing certain people to stay afloat. You know? Yeah. Like, people talk about it like something happens... And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get, like, 500 bucks mm-hmm. left on your fucking doorstep for no reason. Or, like, this video I saw where this guy's, like, goes up to a random house, knocks on the door, gives him, like, a thousand bucks, and he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Here you go. The dude's like, holy shit. Like, I wasn't able to pay my rent. And this is going to pay it. And he was just like, are you serious? Some of those videos could be fake, but like, you know. But think of times in your life where that's happened to you, where you've been in a desperate situation and something happened that fixed it. Yeah. Like, earlier... Last night. <laughs> Should we go down this treasure trail? Dude, why not? Jeez. We gotta we gotta give we gotta give our listeners some ear candy. Might as I well. That, I think that's a tre- that's a Halloween. I mean you hate to kiss and tell, love. but we're gonna tell. She doesn't even know you have a podcast. She'll never know. Well, First of all, guys, Tinder, like, these apps, they're not quality. Okay. And second of all, some of you girls out there, you're fucking deceitful. 
little wenches. Okay? <laughs> you're the you're you're the worst. I just want you to know that. I got catfished pretty much. No, you got catfished. I got catfished entirely. Here's why he got catfished and then I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> when I pulled up to pick him up, I saw his date and I thought it was like her brother or something. I got catfished. Okay. The pictures in which I received were not accurate to what I was given in real life. It was the same girl, but damn, do you girls get those angles going. <laughs> I didn't know she was 6'4". She said she was 6'3", but I'm 6'6". And she was as tall as I was. I'm not going against that. Tall women are great. Right? I love tall women. Tall women are great. She was as tall as you. She was as tall as me, almost. You know? Did you guys hoop it up? You say what? Did you guys hoop it up? Later? What's that? It was like, play with a little one. Basketball court at her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Just I'm two centers going. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Okay. Why would you be ashamed? I'm ashamed because of what follows in this story. You're stressing out about the situation. But it's so funny. <laughs> so I arrive, and I mean. She's just not in any way looking how she looked in her pictures. Which you is know, not cool. Proportionately, no. Say what Size you want about wise, body shaming, no. but doing that is a lie. That's wrong. Don't upload misleading pictures of yourself and act like that that's what you fucking look like. Like, if you go into Facebook and you look at the section that says, you know, the, sep- the, the section of your photos that is uploaded by others, mm-hmm. that's what you look like. Yeah. That's what you look like to people. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're in any way ashamed of showing someone who you are... That is not on them. That's a good uh, good way to put it. That is on you. Okay? You're not being truthful with yourself, and you're not being truthful with the person that you're trying to woo. Are you trying to woo me? Are you? Or are you trying to trick me? Because, you know, I presented who I was... She was not shocked in any way of who I was, right? You're like, here's my dick, here's my back hair, here's my lower back she hair, was all, here's she, my ass hair. She was pleased with whom I was. You know what? For me, I feel like I'm, I get better. Like, I'm not super photogenic. So, I, you know, 
when we hang out, you see that I'm it's funny. Like taking pictures, so I'm just like, oh. <laughs> guys taking selfies. <laughs> it's cringy. As a man who has taken selfies. So, I'm not, okay. Here's the thing. No matter what, I feel like if she was truthful, I still would have gone on the date with her. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't truthful. And that's wrong. So, um, I still went on the date with her. I, you know, was a very kind gentleman to the point that she wanted me to come back home with her. Very, very badly. Mm -hmm. To where she told me to take her home. And I did. You know? The net, I'm just gonna fast forward the story. And you can you can only you can just imagine what happened in between. But I was in the ba- her bathroom naked, texting Chris, please call me. In ten <laughs> minutes, call me and tell me your child is dead. <laughs> or hurt. Meanwhile, I was on the couch, just stone out of my mouth. <laughs> drooling. You're like, I really get a text to that, I just go, like, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really wanted him to have a good night. When he said, hey, I'm probably not going to be back tonight, I'm like, yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. He deserves this. <laughs> oh, did I fucking deserve this? He deserves this. He's been through... I'm not trying to, like, slob on his knob, but he's been through a lot. <clears throat> been through the ringer. He deserves a W, but what he got instead was an L. A big L. I hate to say it, but you love to see it because it was a funny L. And you have to admit that. I admit it. You're going to look on the back of the situation. You're going to tell the situation to people when you're drunk, and it's going to be hilarious. But the story's not over, though. Because I call you. That's right. <laughs> and you do like the, the deed. Part. You tell me, at first you say, you texted me, you were like, no, I'm going to tell you that your cat got out. And I remember seeing that and just being like, No. Children must be in danger. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a pet owner and if your cat gets out and your roommate can't find your cat, I I mean, if it were me, I would go home. The level of love I have for cats. Yeah. But I could have said anything. And she still probably wouldn't have believed me. I think what what you got to do, and, you know, this is really easy to say... I'll admit that, but you just gotta be comfortable with like, hey, this isn't working out. Sorry to disappoint you, but I gotta go. Yeah, but I've never done that. I I've let people down easy, but I've never done that in that situation. So it's easy for me to say. But I don't know when to cut my losses in any situation, so I always write it out to find out. 
if I can squeeze a morsel out of the last remaining bit of possible pleasure in the situation. And for me, unfortunately, it was sleeping with her. And now I understand that I lost that bet. There was no sleeping. He was gone later that night. (laughs) So he calls me and he says, Hey, buddy, my... The way it was so fucked up when I called you. (laughs) Oh no, your son? Yeah. Your son? Your son? (laughs) What's wrong with your son? Okay, we're doing this bit. Yeah, your voice too was just like I was like I'm so glad he's not on speaker right now because it was just so unconvincing. <laughs> so it was yours you're like oh shit like oh it was like shoot. it was like um, Keanu Reeves and Bill's yeah. head like oh no <laughs> like do you need me to come home or <laughs> frack are you. Is everything okay? Do you need my help? Do you, like, what do you need oh from me? Like, do you okay. need like assistance? Okay, like, oh, okay. I'll be right there. I had to go. I had to leave. I had to run. <laughs> so she asks me, you know, Daddy, I want to smoke. Or I was like, Oh, sure. Yeah, let me get my stuff. I'll be right back. And I text. Chris, you know, get me out of here now. Call me right now, right away. Um, he does, and I and I gather my things. Oh no, such an emergency! I gotta go. I'm sorry, I gotta go. I took her out on a nice date. I was very kind. <clears throat> she was happy, but afterwards, doomsday set into my brain, and I said, I gotta go. I gotta leave. This was fake, and you are fake. This was not what I expected. Yeah. This is wrong. Now I gotta pretend this is okay. Before I get to the very end, I gotta mention this. The Japanese have a saying for what happens in a lot of different occasions. It's a very ancient language. They have a lot of words. They have like 17 words for love. You know, they have like all these different words for things. And the, the, there's a word for after a man comes and it's called the wise man time in translation. (laughs) So the wise man time set in for me and I had to leave. I had to go. And I went, and as I took my keys and put them into the ignition of my vehicle, nothing happened as I turned. Fear set in. Hopelessness started to rise. And I knew I was not getting out of there clean. I was fucked. So what do I do? Call upon a friend 
If there was ever a Murphy's Law moment, it would be that <laughs> shit right there. Christopher! All the things that happened. My car is not starting. It's like, yeah. pa- like a Paul Rudd moment in a movie. <laughs> yeah. a romantic comedy. Yeah. Oh, I love you, man. God. Oh, what am I going to do now? Damn it. Okay. Well, I guess I'll deal with well, this. Well, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's how he talks. Yeah. So, I call Chris... And Chris is, you know, this is not something that anybody wants to deal with, ever. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> no, I know, but it's just like if so, you know, if this was vice versa, I would, <laughs> I would have thought it was funny, but it would have just been like, dude, fuck, you're far away. This is annoying. <laughs> So bless your heart, he came to get me, and I left my car there. I had to call a tow truck this morning in order to get my car going. And uh, we tried to stealth op it. We full-on stealth opted it. But she figured it out. She came out to greet me. And I said, I had to, I got, I'm sorry, I gotta go. There's a lot going on right now. Okay. And this is just not okay. And I gotta okay. You know, <laughs> it's a bye. <laughs> and I, I left. Gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> Sorry. I really, I really gotta go. It's like hey, come in if you want. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Like I. So busy uh, right now. Like I have so many oh, busy okay. things. Okay, well, call me later. <laughs> I know how toxic that sounds, but it's still kind of funny at the same time. Listen, men and women go through things. Women talk about this shit all the time. Okay, Ta- dudes, you know when they talk about their poor, shitty experiences mm-hmm. with shitty women. That's just, like, horrifying to some women. Mm-hmm. But I have sisters. I know who you are. I've seen it firsthand. Isn't it not a problem, too, for the for one gender to not be fed up with the other gender sometimes? Yeah, is it not okay for people to not like each other anymore? Like, in a sense... Well, you, you don't like women anymore? What I'm saying is, Christopher, <laughs> the individuals can't even not like each other anymore without some sort of racist thing being involved. Someone's finding some sort of option. Here's, a, here's what it is. You can't not like people anymore because that person is going to find an option out there in which they can get you back for not liking them. Or talking shit about them. Which goes one in the same. Mm-hmm. So now you, you do live in a world where you can punish someone for not liking you. Truth. Just simply not liking you. But uh, we need to allow ourselves to laugh at ourselves. 
more often. And you hear about women going, oh, fucking men. Sometimes you hear their stories and you go, you know what? You're right. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? There's another side of that coin. There's another side of that coin. Don't catfish dudes. If you have... If you have a body that you're trying to mislead people about, that's a little fucking weird. And it's going to be disappointing for all parties in the end. Yeah. Because you lied. Just be honest. And also, there's people out there that love your body type, no matter what you look like. And you're missing out on that. Yeah. And they might look different than you think. Yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of things surprise you in this world. And if we keep just disrupting the natural order of a lot of things, because it doesn't make us feel good, there will be consequences. We will pay a cost, Christopher. I'll tell you one thing, Christopher. Through time and effort, we will prevail. Speaking of this type of talk, dude, the new Lord of the Rings. What? Coming out in 2022. This year? September. Amazon Prime, the show. Oh, that's right. Hell yeah, bro. I'm so excited. I was thinking about it today. The reason why I like Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings original trilogy more than Star Wars is because that it is mostly unadulterated. Star Wars has been adulterated. And so it almost ruins the very movies that you that got you into it. <clears throat> My own personal opinion. Not to be I'm a shitty. I'm not gonna sit here and not act to be like a shitty. I know what adulterated means. Okay, like unsoiled. <laughs> unsoiled. Like, think of adultery, unmolested, un. Like innocence has been taken away. What made it beautiful is now tainted. Oh yeah, because of the member berries. Remember? 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 Remember when this was member? Remember when he had member? So, yeah, Star Wars is a really toxic cesspool, but... Um, anyway. A lot of great I'm not trying art to change the point to what you're trying to say, but... I'm excited as well. A lot of great art like that comes with nostalgia, but it's at such a perfect dose... Like, you have such a great story of your own, and then all of a sudden there's this memory of the lost time. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I was annoyed with um, the new Spider-Man, honestly. Like, that was, one, just a copy-paste of the the animated Spider-Man. Which was very cool. Oh, we're just going to take this whole idea and make it into... This movie. Mm. Um, and it was just feeding off of the past nostalgia. Like, Tom Holland alone in another Spider-Man movie would have been horrendous. 
I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. Because he looks like... That's going to hurt people to say. <laughs> say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> some things that shouldn't go on the podcast. He's just... I'm sure he's a fun, great guy, but, like, as Spider-Man, he seems like he takes a lot of Adderall. Like, he's yeah. that friend who's, like... You're just like, bro, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Like, you just you do <clears throat> weird shit. Like, you're always strung out. Like, what's going on? And also, like, I'm kind of stealing from one of my brother's comedy here, but he's kind of being shoved down our throats as, like, a leading male character when he's, like, a really small guy. A little tiny human being, like Timothy Chalamet. Like, their acting's great. Maybe I'll edit this out later, but... I'm just sick and tired of getting these, like, 5'5 five, five guys getting shoved down our throats as someone we should look up to. Oh, I get that. Like, <clears throat> <clears throat> well, the thing that's mainly going on here is that the, like, a lot of people love his relationship with his girlfriend because she's just, like, so much taller than him. Who's his girlfriend? The girl who he acted in that movie with. Zendaya? Yeah. So, she, um, she kind of stands over him, and it's this whole new, like, controversial, like, like, you know, like, Jonah, uh, or no, what's his name, from the Jonas Brothers, Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. he's married to Sophie Turner from, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. She's, like, way taller than him. And, like, I feel like people are into that whole, like, new wave of this queen stands above, like, the king. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, the queen is the ultimate character. Like, she's taller, she's bigger, she's brighter, she's happy. So we need to, like, we need to advertise these men that are very unmasculine and low testosterone. Maybe Maybe that, but, like... I think the upgrading of women is only natural. Like, it's such a... Like, you know in Dune, when you hear about how the women are the ones who they prize the most, and, like, if you have a son that's, like, not anything special... Like, the women have magic. And, like, Mm. they are able to access parts of that world and that realm that men can't. And so, like, that's why they're disappointed with the main character being a man and being the chosen one is because they're like, he's not a woman. He's not going to be able to do, like, half the shit that a woman would be able to do. Yeah. And they're like, no, you have to fucking... You have to believe. And so... Um, I think that the world is going to go towards that because women do more than men could ever do. Like, for the world, like reproduction, mm-hmm. we just we just come and that's it. And then they bear the entirety of that. Well, like, also, that's why we should be celebrating what's great about masculinity and what's great about femininity. Actually, there's nothing bad about any of those two things. It's just that we need to achieve a balance 
And <clears throat> as much as I dislike the whole SJW stuff, like, there's no doubt that we live, or that there's, like, patriarchal-type bullshit going on, like, men are favored type thing. But, um, that doesn't mean we should just, like, go full pendulum swing to the other side and go to matriarchy, and that's when, I don't know, just achieve a balance in everything. Stop it. There's this movie, I forgot what it is. It might be a TV show, but they talk about how, like, every woman is now infertile. And, like, there's one woman left who has, like, a baby. Children of men? Maybe. That's the plot of that movie. I love it. Yeah. I've seen it, like, a hundred times. Really? Yeah. I wish you would watch it. Is it uh, is it on anything on here? Yeah, I've watched it the other day. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying is like there could be hundreds of men and hundreds of women, but like the fertilization of women is what continues everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, what, what is what good is an egg without sperm? And what good is sperm without an egg? That's truth, but it's like if you can somehow preserve enough sperm, men are useless for a time. Cause it no, cause you can keep getting sperm. Oh, true. But then you would still have men. And then more sperm. <laughs> Come on, we're being we're being silly here. We've been drinking. No, truly here's s- what I think <laughs> is that the magic of a woman being able to grow the entire life inside of her over nine months mm-hmm. is way more important than a man coming inside of her. Right, like. As much as the the cum is needed, the process is entirely up to the woman. But then we're like, going into a world of like, are we where are we getting the sperm then? Are we going into the world of we're we're making our own? Because I don't like that. Personally, I don't think we should go into that level of technology. But think about the progress. But I don't think it is. Our drive is like to fuck. Hmm. And, like, that's truly what people talk about. Like, a lot of... There's instances in which a lot of uh, women become transgender. And the big thing that they talk about is when they've achieved a lot of that. Mm Mm-hmm the biggest change is that they're just like, I did not realize how much you need to fuck. Like, oh. as a woman... Because they're taking more, like... Yeah. Their hormones and stuff. These hard-ons, these random boners and mm-hmm. shit. Every like, fucking morning. <laughs> like, it's hard to imagine, probably for some people... But, like, 
I know that some women have higher libido than some men, but like the constant fucking hard ons, bro. Like as a kid, even you just yeah, your dick is just. And, like, it doesn't fucking stop. You need to fuck now. It doesn't fucking stop. And then you hear about individuals like Genghis Khan. And, like, people like Attila the Hun. Or, wait. Who's the dude? Is it Genghis Khan who, like, people have, like, his DNA still? Yeah. Yeah, that dude fucks so much. Uh, people still have his DNA. Go talk. Or fuck. I mean, go. We're gonna fuck. I'm gonna pee. Go pee. <laughs> go pee. Go fuck. I'm not Genghis Khan. So the point being is that dude's natural drive is to just pollute the world with their own cum. And then women have this natural drive to preserve and nurture and hold and like demonstrate loyalty and throughout history you see men taking advantage of this and leaving leaving all of the caretaking to the woman have we gone too far into this maybe do I care yeah am I gonna stop no okay here we are on the Tom and Topher podcast we're a couple trulies in got your boy Chris urinating what I need from you guys is to go check out our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, QAnon forum. QAnon. We're yeah. very, we're, ve- we're still very live on these QAnon forums. I yeah. know we just celebrated the year anniversary of our Lord and Savior, the great shaman who invaded our capital. <laughs> Um, and we will get him released from prison. This is one of the big goals of the QAnon forum that we do represent and lead called Q and Tom. It's mainly ran by me. Chris is an admin. Yeah, um, to the admin stuff. He's mainly the tech guy. He's organizing our cryptocurrency that we're forming. It's called Cumcoin. <laughs> Spelt with a Q. <laughs> Cumcoin and fart bucks. <laughs> Spelt with a Q. We're getting into blockchain technology, folks. We're really dumb. There's like hella feedback. Is there? Hold on. I think I fixed it. Hold on. I'm sorry if there's been feedback. <laughs> Big burps coming at you. Here on the Tom and Sofer podcast. We sometimes, be burping. Sometimes if we get too loud, the feedback of that, like an echo, for some reason, just like holds this feedback for a while. 
Yeah. It's just like the vibrations. The vibrations. In the band. Can you feel the band? Do you hear it? Band. <clears throat> so, like, anyway, I think if before we wrap it up, we talk a lot about COVID and current events. What about our events? Our events? Well, you talked about yours. Bob Saget is dead, and you want to talk about yourself? Like, you're sitting there looking at yourself, going, oh, oh, everybody, look at me, while Bob Saget is dead. Thanks for making me feel terrible. America's funniest home videos. Dead. And you want to talk about yourself. You did not have to put that on me. I'm going to. That hurt. For real, though. RIP to a real legend. Bob Saget. He was our father growing up. Yeah, growing up. What ever happened to... Such a crazy thing when you see him on Full House. And then you see him on America's Funny Home Videos. And you think this guy's just like this straight-edge dude. And then you see his comedy. And it's like the... Oh, yeah. Like the deepest level of depravity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... It's like if Ari Shafir got like a... Uh, like a... Like a... Like a... Like a part on Family Matters. Yeah. Exactly. Like what the fuck are you doing there, bro? You have no business being <laughs> in a family show. And he How did no you do so good? At the, even at the time that he was in that show... But that's what I love about him. And that's because you grow up and then you get older and you, you get into like the edgy jokes and stuff and then you find out like one of your the childhood guys that was such a square, like Danny Tanner, that whole character. Yeah. Like that's who you think he is. Yeah. And he's that same character in America's Funniest Home Videos, so you think, okay, he's he's probably like that this Mormon looking guy. Yeah. And then you realize, no, he's a degenerate. He's partying hard. He's partying hard, and he talks about the dirtiest fucking shit. I love he's it. He's a weirdo, but he's a great weirdo. And the, here's what... Here's the weird thing, is that, like, people like him got focused in on um, when people like him did nothing, as far as what I know. And so, like, you... I remember just the the general consensus on Bob Saget from like the community growing up was that he was this straight edge dude. And then when his comedy specials were coming out on like comedy special and stuff, people were finding out and then they got nervous. They went, He's hanging out with children. What is this guy talking about? He's on set with children for so hookers. <laughs> hours and hours and hours a day. <laughs> And he's just talking about this shit. It makes people nervous. Mm-hmm. But what's annoying is that, like, comedy... Comedy is such a dark hole of a thing to be doing. Mm-hmm. You're in these gutters of society just standing there in front of people trying to think of shit to make them laugh. Yeah. And... I don't know. I think that when you get a role like that, it for sure is going to define you. And that's probably why he didn't have much of a career after that, you know? 
Yeah. It's going to sink you into a hole. Something that uh, Will Ferrell thought Elf was going to do to him. He thought because that was the beginning of his big boom. Yeah. That was his... That was his exit of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He, he now thought after that, he said, Oh, I'm done. I'm now the elf guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to see me as an elf, and nobody's going to be able to see me as anything else. And here comes Step Brothers. <laughs> that really made all of us go, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the elf guy. See, that's what that's what Bob Saget needed was a Step Brothers to be so funny yeah. to where people go, that's not him anymore. Yeah, like he was in Half Baked, but he had like a small part. That's why I hate Hollywood because you just see a lot of people that would have done just great, but for whatever reason, some dumb shit got in the way of that. I don't know if that's the reason, but just think of the potential. Maybe he didn't want to do that, but the type of movies he could have made. And for me, it just adds a layer of of comedy that he used to be the Full House, America's Funniest Home Videos guy, and now he's just this dirtiest dude. <laughs> R.I.P. to a good guy. Yeah, I watched uh, a lot of Full House, dude. Like, Full House was very comforting. Like, yeah. if you're a kid learning about how to get on with life like no matter what stage that you're in there's always a kid that you can relate to because like there was always a kid in one age zone that was like going through some shit you know like I was like Stephanie's age when I watched that show and I remember always being what was the one right below her Michelle yeah I was Michelle's age and I remember like there was all those episodes where Stephanie was like getting to go drive and, like, get her permit. And, like, Michelle was just, like, so jealous. Yeah. Or, or something like that. And I remember just being like, well, yeah, that's how, you know, that's how I am with my sister. And, like... Yeah, you relate to that show because I related to the middle child type shit that Stephanie had to go through. Yeah, but then when I got older watching it as, like, a 16, 17-year-old on Nick at Night... I'm now that age and it's like damn you grow with this show and then like I'm sure if I watched it now if you watched it now you're gonna relate to like Danny Mm -hmm. or like I would probably relate to like (laughs) the goofy dude who lives in the basement (laughs) goofy dude in the basement Uh, Uncle Joey Uncle Joey (laughs) yeah he always had like the him oh, and uh, Uncle shit. Uncle Jesse were always like scheming and like trying to get into the. Like, They're always living Uncle off Jesse's Danny. Band. That was a huge house, Jesus. Yeah, in an expensive ass area. Yeah, but he had the job for it. He was a morning news anchor for San Francisco. Wake up, San Francisco! <laughs> what a great guy. Cheers to Danny. Cheers to Danny. I wish I had more alcohol. Uh, last time. Well, boys and girls, thanks for tuning in thus far. You guys are great. It's not been a great couple uh, years, actually. So, thanks for tuning in with us. 
coming along for the ride. We're here. It's been good and it's been bad. We're live. We're the Tom and Topher motherfucking podcast. Let's go, boys and girls. Everyone have a good night. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, QAnon. Just kidding on that. We're honestly kidding. We don't support that. Don't report us. We don't support QAnon. Don't. And we support all women, including Ghislaine Maxwell. Thank you guys (laughs) for tuning in to the Tom and Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We don't support Ghislaine Maxwell. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Shut this off before I make a mistake. Good night.